0: forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast thank you very much have a great day and enjoy the show
2: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
4: Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a forename basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.
3: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
5: When you meet a football player, it isn't a normal experience. They're superstars, even if you don't like to admit it. They're superstars because so much of how we feel about our football club is down to how well they perform. In the past, on the Fighting Cup podcast, we've gone on about loving the shirt, not the player in it. And that idea is still correct. But like a football club is nothing without its fans, it's also nothing without players that you can identify with. Mido, for me, was one of those players. He signed on loan from Roma with a reputation of being difficult to manage. But during his time at Ajax and Celta Vigo and Marseille, he demonstrated that he had more than enough quality to succeed at a club like Tottenham. And he did. In his first spell at Spurs, which included a brace against Portsmouth on his debut, he notched 13 goals in 36 games. But it was also his physical presence up front that gave us something that we didn't have at the time. I sat down with Mido at the Lanesborough Hotel in Knightsbridge to listen to him tell stories about Jermaine Defoe digging out Nabet, Robbie Keane's high jinks, his relationship with Mine Yol, and more importantly Tottenham Hotspur as a football club. Now, I've got to say, I was quite nervous going into this. I'm not usually nervous. I've met lots of football players before from... My, my time at Ball Street, but I don't know. There was something about me though that he has an air about him, a uh, laid back, kind of very relaxed way about him. But he, he, there, there's still that edge there that for a uh, a mere podcaster <laughs> um, that was somewhat intimidating. And, and I don't know what it was, I can't explain it, but you'll be able to hear it. In this conversation, still he gave us some great stuff. So I hope you enjoy this. Hopefully, fighting cock, we're going to be doing more of this stuff in the future. Enjoy. So I never thought, after uh, 13 years from watching you score two goals on your debut against Portsmouth, that I'll be sitting in Lensborough in uh, Notts talking to you. Um, what, what, what are you, what are you doing at the moment? What, what, why, why are you around? Why are you giving interviews to Sky Sports and, and, and Talk Sport? I see you, your presence on media seems to be much more. Um, common now than it has been in the past.
1: Yeah, because I was coaching. Yeah. When, you, when you're coaching, you don't have any time.
5: Yeah, yeah. You don't have
1: any time for to do any media work. Uh, I've, been, I've been working in the media for, since I retired. Once I retired, I went to be in sports straight away, and even before I retired, I used to I used to present my own program from here from London. Yeah. When I was playing. Um, so I love the media work. I'm mixing a little bit now between the, my coaching badges and, yeah. and doing a lot of TV work. You had success though in,
5: uh, as a manager in, in Egypt already, haven't I mean, you? You've done well. Yeah
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, we won the cup with Zamalek right. as the youngest coach ever in, in the Egyptian, history, Egyptian football. Um, but now I want my next step to be in Europe. I want, yeah. to ma- I want to manage in Europe, in Europe, or become assistant to a good manager in Europe. And
5: is that why you're doing the coaching badges in yeah, Wales now to yes. get that through the way? Yes. Maybe what, what do you think about one day managing Spurs? You mentioned
1: that in the past of that. I would, I would, I would, love to, of course. Not an easy thing, but all that I would love to. Um,
5: I just want to go back <laughs> just to, to the beginning when um, you played at Ghent. I've read something interesting. You in, in, in an interview, you said um, that you got quite homesick at the time, yes. and, you're, and, and you're, you wanted to return home, but your dad said. It's it's not okay. You can't return. Yes. What was what was going through your, your mind at that time?
1: You know, when you're 16, you yeah. go to a different country, totally different culture, and in your own. You know, when you're 16, you're young. You're yeah, You yeah. want to be with your friends. So I felt three four months uh, after after the, after I went there, I felt I felt a little bit homesick. I was really homesick. So I decided to go back, and it's true, my dad wouldn't let me. Yeah. My dad was very tough on, on that. He's like, He was like, uh, this is unacceptable. Uh, n- not my son will go and fail and come back. It's not, uh, that's not going to work. Yeah. You have to stay there. And to be honest to him, he came, he stayed with me a little bit. So he, he was, him and his mom coming over. So I was very lucky that I had a wise, uh, I have a wise dad, a guy that, uh, that, that sometimes tell you the right things yeah it could have
5: been very different yeah um, and then obviously Ajax picked you up which is a massive thing because Ajax uh, obviously remain in a huge club but for uh, a reputation of developing young players and you joined that club uh, as kind of in the one, one of or going into being one of the key players but Ibrahimovic came through at the same time didn't he what was your relationship like with Ibrahimovic and very a- good. at the time very good did you feel like he was in competition with each other
1: we were friends We're friends But uh, Good competition Good In football uh, This is how it works uh, Everyone do his best And The manager decides So we never let this affect our relationship But yeah We were uh, At Ajax Only one player Could play with us Because uh, Most of the time Because Ajax you know, They play only with one striker They never play with two strikers Uh, Yeah And To be honest Back then At Ajax I was ahead of Zlatan I was I was I grew, I grew up more as a player before him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you was mature. Yeah, I'm more mature as a, as a striker. And also, Zlatan is a great player, but this is not the way Ajax strikers play. Ajax got a system. Ajax striker has to be like Kluivert, like uh, like Minos <laughs> playing, like... Ajax Tracker doesn't drop deep and try to deliver players they, 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 in their mark, from Boston yeah. you know the number nine number nine yeah yeah. and Zlatan is, is is a great top player but the way he was playing was a little bit different than they wanted him to play that's why he struggled a little bit to, to play at the beginning yeah
5: um, so you, you moved on from Ajax didn't you and uh, I had to go on loan to sell Vigo That didn't quite work out um, no it did it, it, well, it did. did I, I played yeah. I played eight games I scored all goal, four goals Oh, no, no, I'm sure But in, in, in that the, You know I would imagine That you would want to why, why didn't you stay there then? What? No, because yeah. the Ajax Asked 13 million
1: euros Right For me And back then 13 million euros was big money Yeah So The only club was That was Willing to pay This money Was Marseille Yeah But I wanted to stay at Selma. Okay Because we qualified For the Champions League The season after It was Champions, Champions League football and I was very happy there okay. but, uh, but uh, the two clubs couldn't, couldn't reach an agreement So
5: obviously it was Rome and Marseille but Spurs, Spurs came about how did that transfer come about? Because I remember this was at a time when Spurs were in kind of a transition we've always been in a transition but at that time it was like you know, Edgar Davids had joined Mido uh, was, was, was brought in for fans it was a very exciting time how, how did that transfer come about?
1: Ah, it was simple because my agent is the agent of Martin Young, yep. in right? So and Martin knows me very well from uh, the the, the, Holland, the Dutch league, Dutch football, yeah. Because he was managing in Holland when I was there. So he knew that that could be a good asset for uh, for the team. And Mar- I remember Martin after my debut, like I didn't play in the, the, the two months before that.
3: Mm.
5: Was right. you fit going into the game then? Or?
1: Yeah, I came in, and uh, I, I, I just I just had been in, in England for three or four days. I do not even know anyone. Yeah, I don't know the name of the players. I don't know.
5: Right, right. So you yeah. come in not, not knowing the team or the system. no,
1: no nothing. I know I, I, I know I know Jermaine a little bit, Robbie Yeah. The rest I was still you know. No, I wasn't I don't And uh, Canote he got injured before the game. Yes, yeah. he has done his groin so Martin he, was, he had no other options so he said to me, me do you think you can be you can play so I said "I give you a good hour one yeah. hour I'll yeah, give yeah. You 60 minutes yeah trust me one hour You <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. did' play for a long time I think it's better I start with uh, Robbie Kim and Janine before together and we sit on the bench I said no if I come on I will not uh, I will not be as good as I start yeah let me take the push from the beginning I- yeah. and he said okay I oh, and that was a
5: great that's kind of the great uh, start to your Spurs career because yeah, yeah. we were 1-0 we were down in that, that game against yeah, Portsmouth He <laughs> you did and uh, that ball over from Simon Davies was excellent and you broke away from the defender broke the offside trap and the, the power at which you put him behind the it the fans didn't
1: owe me much no. No. but when, at the, at, when they watched I felt that people had like you know when they watched the first game you know, Yeah, it was a very very good game
5: um, I think uh, you, you were part of a, a Spurs side in a time when the, this transition from in something into what we are now came about. Obviously, we had Edgar Davids, we had you, um, Michael Carrick in midfield. You know, Dawson, Lively, King. Um, did it feel like, or well, were you aware of it being a, a kind of a, a step forward in Spurs' career at the time, yeah. or Spurs' um, prospects? Do you feel like you were part
1: of something good? Uh, Backhand? Uh, yeah, in Tottenham. Yeah, yeah sure. You know what, I believe that Tottenham, even that the club back then didn't spend a lot of money. No. But we had a very good team. Very good team. Very good good, uh, young players and good talents. Yeah. And a good mix. We had a good mix between experienced players, international players, and young players who was coming
4: through.
1: I remember Aaron Lennon was young, is 18, 17, 18 at the time yeah, right? yeah. he was homesick in London Yeah, Martin used to ask me and Keno to go to his house and play Playstation with him and take him out for dinners Really? I was doing that all the time because he was close to me but he was very homesick he wanted to go back to Leeds he didn't want to stay Yeah, he was like crying and oh wow he's, yeah and uh, he's, he was so stressed and I uh, I, I, uh, I know how them boys think so I went to him I said Aaron you know what's good he said yeah what? I said you have to buy an Aston Martin said, sure did he do it yes <laughs> and I said buy a nice car I yeah. just I just bought an uh, Aston Martin Yeah. when I came doing it I bought a DB9 tank so I said don't go and buy a nice car he said why I said because if you buy a nice car you would stay in London you yeah. wouldn't uh, you wouldn't want to uh, to go back to Leeds yeah. and he bought the car I
5: read an uh, interesting uh, interview with one of your... I think it was van der Maeder. Van yeah And he, uh, he said um, when you were young, obviously the, all the players in uh, Ajax, they drove Mitsubishi's. And one day you turned up with a Ferrari. Yes, <laughs> around I the Ferrari. Yeah, and a Ferrari. And was looking at it again. I need one of those. He bought, he bought a Ferrari <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: afterwards. Straight
5: away. <laughs> um, I saw an interview also that you did with, um, uh, with Spurs, uh, the media guy at Tottenham. And he said something about your explosive personality. Uh, uh, around the club, your your temperament that perhaps when you were younger wouldn't fit with being a manager. What what did he mean by that? What what behind the scenes did, was it? How you reacted to
1: bad results or performances that didn't go your way? What did you, no, what did that I, mean? If I'm not playing, yeah. if I'm not playing, I was oh, yeah. a nightmare. Really? Yeah. One of the yeah. what well, difficult to when I was younger, when I was not playing, I took things personally Like I I. I, I, I my head wasn't... If I'm not playing, I, I, I was doing troubles. I was a difficult player to manage. Today. Really? Very difficult. Yeah. If I'm playing, no problems. i would be there. If I'm not playing, I always reacted, reacted bad. I wanted to play every game and every minute. I didn't want to sit on the bench. I didn't want to be rested. I didn't... Yeah. And that's what got me into, into some troubles with some of the coaches that I worked with, even with the national team. It's, 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 uh, I took it as an insult if you don't play him. yeah. yeah. Like, I, was a, I was a little bit
5: different Do you think that was the wrong way to be? Uh, of course,
1: of course the wrong way.
5: But do you also think then that that temperament to want to be involved all the time got you to the position of where you were where you were an Egyptian export playing in the Premier League yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So
1: it's, that, it's got the good side of it and the bad side but... Uh, now football is changing now, now the players are in, I think the players are more professional now. yeah
5: what um? what was is? so there's a there's a story that's been going around Tottenham fans for a long long time and no one really knows if it's true did Robbie Keane knock out Edgar Davids in training
2: uh,
1: but I can't talk
2: about that okay.
1: I can't I I I I, I, I um... would rather not like yeah. the so in, the, in I don't tell secrets of a dressing room.
5: No, no alright, Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, from from a fan's perspective, you you kind of sound, you don't know the atmosphere inside the changing room, and sometimes when players say we have an excellent uh, you know atmosphere in the changing room, um, but that that story is something that's been talked about, and I just thought I'd ask because you're the first person I've spoken to who's been in in that changing
1: room. But fair enough, we'll leave it there. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, the, the day I'll never forget. Uh, the before he went on Sky, and they asked him who got the worst uh, style yeah. of the players. So he said Naybet. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Nabil. And Nabil, yeah. he's an older guy. He was like 35. He's a legend in Morocco. Yeah, he he, he, would, he could, he, he couldn't accept it. Oh. And he came the next day and he was shouting at the phone. What are you, what are you on about? You say about me, I cannot dress. I am. Uh, and he was shouting, and Jermaine was scared. What? <laughs> <laughs> that Oh, it was funny, man. He came, he came straight away, first thing in the oh, morning. Yeah. What are you talking about me? You talking about <laughs> me? And he was like, he couldn't, could take it. He yeah.
5: yeah. What, uh, what, other, what Could you tell me stuff about other characters in the changing room? Any, any, anything like Robbie Keane was, was famous for playing practical jokes. Yeah. Like taking people's phones. Is there anything like that you can
1: share with yeah. us? Messaging national team managers and stuff like that. Kino, yeah, I forgot my. We were playing West Brom away, and I forgot my phone uh, on the table. So I went down 10 minutes later, I took it, and then at night, 11 o'clock, my agent called, rang me, and he was like, me, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I said, just texted uh, Daniel Lever, said to him. I wasn't playing, he huh? texted Daniel Lever saying that he want to leave the club, and that he was a fucker. <laughs> I said, no, I looked at my phone, and it was full of messages <laughs> to, um, to, um, to Daniel Lever. <laughs> So I uh, so I text Daniel. I said, Daniel, I, I, my phone was was with one of the guys. I yeah. didn't send you this uh, message. Yeah, you know if I want something from you, I call you. And Daniel was fuming. Oh really? Yeah, because it was very bad messages, very bad. <laughs> what was and he then, saying? He won out of the public? And then and then the next day, I came down for breakfast and they were all laughing ah yeah. and Kino was, uh, Kino and Woody are the biggest jokers
5: and would yeah yeah <laughs> big, big joker Williams. was it ever go too far
1: no for me nothing is too far
5: right. for me
1: <laughs> Kino we were at the coach on the coach we were going somewhere to play an away game and this boy what's his name Jimmy O'Hara yeah yeah he was just starting to date uh, Lloyd that's right Daniel. he was just starting to date again so Kino took his phone And He changed he, 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 he changed the number of the girl And he put His number Oh my god So he started t- Yeah So the guy, we were sitting at the back And this guy's sitting up at the coach And he's like Baby I love you so much And the message is coming at, Coming to us I missed you like crazy And this shit I don't know how I'm going to spend the next 48 hours without you. Oh, my stuff God. All coming to us and we're dying. <laughs> <laughs> he crucified. That's uh, incredible. Uh, did, he, did he take it all right, uh? Jeremy? Did he take it all right? No, it, it, no Jamie, Jamie couldn't take a laugh.
5: Oh. Uh, he, he wasn't... Uh, didn't like it. No. <laughs> um What... Um, what would you say the, 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 What was the situation about you returning to Tottenham um, Obviously we just signed Berbatov We've always had great strikers And, and you were a part of that, cr- that clutch at the time But Berbatov joined And, and then you, you signed permanently after that yeah. So what what happened there?
1: <laughs> Berba, when he first came, he wasn't playing well no. And I was going to stay at Roma yeah. they, they went for Berba, and I said to Martin I stay at Roma, there's no problem You went for another striker, there's no problem so, um, so Martin said to me, you No, know, it's the club, you see it's the right investment. And I said, I don't know. So Berber played two, three games yeah, and it was mem- really bad. I remember. And Martin Ramney. Me uh, Mido, you have to come. You have to come. I don't think this I don't think this boy is gonna make it uh, in England. It, it looks like he's gonna need a lot of time. Please, please uh, you have to come back to us. And I loved Tottenham, you know, I loved London, yeah. so I came back. <laughs> but uh, when I came back, Berba started to be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> when I saw him first day of training, I was like, "Wow, this guy is amazing."
5: What? He's, so just you could see the way he was playing. Ah,
1: it? he's touching Different player than me, of course. Awesome. I, mean, I was stronger, quicker. Yeah. And, and I'm more aggressive in the air, and, but uh, Berba's class, to be honest. Class. Uh, he, he's probably, in terms of
5: just in terms of the level of player that we, he was, just so far and above what we had, like you know what Spurs were at that time, and his, his touch and his class. Yeah. And, he was unbelievable. yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Um,
5: what was your? What was your? Uh, you've probably been asked this a million times before, and forgive me, but what, what was what was your favourite goal scoring for Spurs? What 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 did you enjoy most? Was my it go, the, my goal against Arsenal? Yeah, uh, the, the header. Minutes, yes. Because was we were
1: one 0 down, and this goal was like in the 86th minute. That's right. And it, I just got in.
5: Yeah.
1: I just got in. And you know what happened at this? Uh, at this game, this game is crazy. Uh, This day, this day was the, 30, the 30th, the 30th, the thirtieth, 31st of January. It was yeah. the last day of the transfer period. And I already had a deal. My agent, who was at Manchester. I already had a deal with Manchester City. Already had a deal. I just I would just sign the contract. Really? And the two clubs had a deal together, everything. I was leaving in January. But uh, Berba... Was uh, was uh, was suspended? I think at this game. Yeah. So Martin, he came to me. I, I, I'm finished. Huh? I wasn't even with the team at the hotel. I, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, he was on your way. Yeah, like I've done my medical and everything. Like everything. So Martin called and said you have to come. I have, no, I have no strikers. You have to come play with me the game, and then you go.
5: Martin, you spent a lot of time asking you to come and save us,
1: didn't yeah. he? <laughs> he said to me, I said, Martin, come on, for God's sake, I, I signed for another club. <laughs> and he said, no, it's the Arsenal game. <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to come. So anyway, I said, okay, I play with you the game. I come to the hotel. I play the game. Yeah. And after and at night, I go back to Manchester. The, doctor, the two doctors... Of Manchester City, was in the dressing room after the game to do my medical. Yeah, yeah. In at, at the Emirates. Yeah, yeah. So just yeah. To get it done. Yeah, everything done. Ah, then I come on. I scored, and honestly, that game, like, I think I not made like three or four players from Arsenal. Yeah, I was playing. Right? Flying. I was flying. It was so good. So after the game, I got, I got in. I'm checking the hands of the players and, you know, saying goodbye to them. And I checked the hand of uh, Martin. Good luck, Martin. Uh, he said, where are you going? I said, yeah. Uh, as a, uh, I'm going to Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. He said, no chance. <laughs> if you, if you, if you, you see how you play today? You yeah. play like Cruyff. If you if, if, if you go, uh, I'm a crazy man. You don't go. I change my mind. Oh, wow. So I said, yeah, but you're playing Berba. You're not playing me. He said, yeah. no, no, no. From next game, you will play. Berba will not play. And, and, it's, and the game after we played against Fulham and I was man of the match and then the game after against Everton I got at the warm-up I got injured very bad injury growing yeah. for like two months oh, well. but uh, yeah it was a big uh, rivalry a big fight to play not easy at Tottenham when you have the kind of uh, Berba and Jamein and Kimo. was the relationship good between the players? yes very good very it was good. just about, it was about who's the best for, the, oh, yeah, for this is football yeah wow.
5: What was it about? Uh, what was the transition like from going to play pro football to not playing? Did you find that difficult? Because a lot of players fo- talk about how difficult it is for them when you to retire. Yeah, So not being a professional footballer anymore.
1: <sighs> you know what? I always say that a lot of people ignore education when they play football, and um, a lot of parents they make a big mistake. They ignore the education of the kid. Mm and uh, this has to change because the reason I'm telling you that because believe me, if you're well educated if you're well educated when you retire you will not have a problem you know what I mean if you're well educated you will deal with things you you will choose the path you want to go through and this is, uh, I think in this country it's a big mistake that a lot of young boys they don't go to school when they play football or they go for less hours I think they should take the same education as anyone else. Mm. Because, uh, to be honest, a lot, a lot of players struggle when they when they retire because they're not educated. They don't know what to do. Mm. They don't know. Like <coughs> now, I run my own company. My, I, I run I run my business. I'm doing things and uh, because of the education. If you're yeah. not educated, you cannot do that. So there's a
5: different culture in Egypt, perhaps than there is in in England. Certainly, when youth play
1: playing. No, no, no. It's a lot of players also in Egypt. They they don't have the best education, and that's wrong. I don't believe that football players, the kids, they should get treated. They should get treated differently when it comes to education and school. Yeah, they, they must take the num- same number of educa- the same number of hours, and the same level of dedication education of anyone else. Because becoming a footballer, that's a bonus, but this is a basic. It has not has. Not has to change mm. sometimes I remember when I was playing at Tottenham at Middlesbrough at weekdays at 10 o'clock in the morning I find a little kid 14 years old in the club what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, we don't go to school we only go to school two, uh, twice per week oh. that's wrong yeah, correct. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you, sure. don't, you don't give them uh, you don't give them uh, fair uh, chance to, 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 have a, to have a good life this is something for me has to change in
5: India. Uh, just going back to Spurs, finally, what, what what do you make of Pochettino and Tottenham in the last two or three years? Like, what, do you see enough in there to perhaps go on and win Premier League trophies? Is the club being managed correctly? Is Daniel Levy the the right man to lead us into the new stadium and and, and but more importantly onto real success of trophies?
1: I think uh, I think Pochettino is a great man, a great top, top. I mean, I went to last game against uh, Chelsea and the the way the team has set up, the, the, the the plan, the, the game plan was perfect and um, I really liked what I saw, the way that the boys played and they worked so hard for each other, this is important. Uh, I, I was surprised with the amount of runs defensively Harry Kane and Son had to do, they were defending like because to play in 4 3 one 2 system, on the diamond, you need two strikers who are working hard for the team mm. and uh, they were brilliant. What I like about the Spurs team, to be honest, that they can play in different formations. They play with three at the back, they have the players, two, two wing backs who can fly and go up and down. When they play four, they can play in the diamond, they can play four, two, three, one. Second half against Chelsea, last they played four, three, three. It's yeah. good, it's good. It's not easy because you need a lot of knowledge to, to, to get your players, and you need clever players uh, to, to, to know the different systems but it's been, uh, it's been brilliant what was, your, what, what was your dealings like with Daniel Levy what was,
5: what was he like to deal with you mentioned the text message from he's,
1: Robbie Keane he's a good man is he? yeah and I think, I think people underestimate what he's done to Tottenham I know people they make jokes about the stadium and uh, it's good for the future of the club he's building the future of the club and even if the stadium doesn't come out now if it's next, next season okay Everyone wants to go back to the... Everyone wants to go to the new stadium, but people have to be patient. It's not easy. Yeah. There's some Spurs fans who, who want him to go, to sell. That's crazy. That is crazy, is it? Yeah, it's done great for the club. Yeah. And people talk... People talk about not signing new players, but keeping your best players is a big achievement. Yeah. This didn't happen before. Before we had to sell Berber, we had to sell Carrick, we had to sell Bale. Modric. Yeah, Modric. Now... Now to keep Ericsson and to keep Deli Ali and to and for Hurricane to sign a new contract and this is a big achievement. Mm. It's not it's not easy. Okay, thank you very much, Mido. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Ah, Thanks so much for giving me your time. Pleasure.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.
4: Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help, like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV.
2: 18 plus.